I am so happy that you are listening to Just Breathe. It is my most sincere hope that it empowers you and helps you feel less alone on this journey. If you are looking for more personal and more personalized help, I am now offering coaching services. Text BREATHE to 55444 to learn more. That's B-R-E-A-T-H-E to 55444 to learn more. You're listening to The Silver Lined Relaunch, and I'm your host, Hilary DeCesar, award-winning entrepreneur and transitional coach. Each week, I'll invite you to tune into inspirational stories, revealing how you too can turn ordinary experiences into the extraordinary. Feeling stuck? I'll share step-by-step strategies to fuel your ability to experience a life where silver linings are both abundant and possible. Welcome to the Silver Lined Relaunch, and this is episode number 49. Very exciting, by the way. We are almost at that big one, number 50. But that is not today. Today is going to be a kind of like one of those that you're going to have some takeaways that are going to be so significant for how you in the future handle the crap that comes into your life unexpectedly. Now, I usually recently have had numerous guests But today, instead of having a guest on this, I am listening to what some of you have asked me to do, which is another solo show that I used to do a lot more of at the beginning. And so I thought, you know what? This would be a perfect one. So instead of me talking to other people, I'm going to be talking with you. And I want you to be right here with me on this journey During this conversation, be thinking about how would you be responding? What would you be saying? Because we've all had what I'm about to share with you happen. Unfortunately, it's life and there's no way around it. So when I open up this conversation with you, I wanted to let you know that the last six weeks has been truly a crazy one in regards to relaunch health. And when we think about relaunches and we think about, you know, what's going on, it's always about those times where things come at us, we have to get through them. And when we get to the other side, we have the silver linings, right? Well, I've had since the beginning of the year, a family member get diagnosed with brain cancer. I've had a absolutely incredibly close friend get diagnosed with brain cancer. And this came right before I received a call, a call from my doctor's office on a test that I had gone in for, a test that we as women do yearly. Oh yeah, you know what I'm talking about, the mammogram that 
unbelievably uncomfortable, awkward machine that squeezes and twists and makes you feel like you're going to just like it's going to pop. And there's, there's no good way to say this, but it's an awful experience, worse than the dentist, but we have to do it. And I don't care if you've got little boobs or you got the big mumbo jumbos, it really doesn't matter. It sucks for all of us. Really, there is no like one is worse than the other. It's all bad. So I had gone through this and had left thinking, you know, no big deal. And then I got the call that said, um, actually a crazy call that said, hey, you have an angel watching over you. And you um, had, uh, they found a lump in your in your picture and they've been trying to reach you your voicemail's full your email didn't get opened or you know I don't I never got it but they were saying that they you know they were at the point where they weren't sure what where I was and I'm like oh my gosh and she said so they called me meaning my doctor and my doctor's office called me and so then I'm thinking oh no this must be really bad if they're like you know hounding me to you know, make sure I know about this. And she's telling me I got an angel watching over me. What the heck does this report even even show? And yes, I do believe my my dear sweet mom who died of cancer is my angel looking over me. So thanks, mom. But let's get back to the story. So I get this call and I'm, I'm listening and I said, okay, fine, I'll go back in. And you know, I get that you found a lump. And but I'm in my mind thinking. Initially, all right, I, you know, I know about false negatives. I know that I have something they call dense breasts for those women out there that know what I'm talking about. Yeah. We're just like, you know, there's just a lot of stuff in there. And I, um, I, I thought, okay, no problem. I'll go back in. So I call and they can get me in, you know, in a week. And then what happens? That's when your mind starts to play tricks on you. That's when your mind goes into, <gasps> what if? And for those that don't know, I have had melanoma 20 years ago after my daughter was born. I was diagnosed with this. Um, luckily, they found it super early. But, you know, the word cancer, no matter when I hear it, it just causes me to go into that, you know, high tense situation that like, I mean, nobody wants to hear it, right? And especially because lately it's been happening more and more often that I am hearing it and I'm like, no, no. And my dear sweet mama, she died um, a year and four months ago from cancer very quickly. And I'm like, oh. So I want to let you know that throughout, oh my gosh, years and years and years, I've created the relaunch effect for those of you who've listened to episode number three in this podcast. You have heard it. I'm going to go into a lot more detail in future episodes, but I had to dig deep at this point because my my brain was going into overdrive and I had to stop it. I had to literally stop it. But then I got another call. And this time it was a call regarding my dog. And my dog had had some things removed from his tongue, from his tonsils, and they were calling to give me the update. And they said, unfortunately, Hillary, it's 
melanoma and it's spread and it is incredibly fast spreading and your dog has six months to live. And I'm like, what? So of course this then high alert sends this into my brain, like, you know, you know, alert, alert, alert. And I start thinking again about, oh my God, is this like, you know, is this trying to tell me something about what's happening with my boob? And I realize that, wait a second, you stop, stop doing this. I'm not going down that. And I started to lean into three steps that I always do when something comes up unexpectedly. And I want to share those with you because there is, there is, there is some goodness. There's some pearls in these steps, but I want to first just walk you through what happened when I went into the doctor's office or in to get this mammogram done again. And then the ultrasound, I went in and, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm ready. Just let's get this thing going. You know, I want to be done. And they start to squish and prod and blah, and, you know, don't breathe. And you're like, all I want to do is breathe. And you're holding it awkwardly, that pole above you. And, you know, the cold uh, metal is underneath your rib cage and it's digging in and they're squishing and squishing and squishing more. And your pancaked boob is like, you know, full, like just flowing out onto the glass. And she takes the first picture. She looks at it and says, I'll be right back. Well, she's gone for about 15 minutes and I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, what's going on? She comes back in. She's like, yeah, we need to take another one. I'm like, okay. So again, I get put into the machine and it squishes, but this time a different angle and, you know, hold your breath. And I'm like, what if I breathe? What if I breathe? Is this going to ruin the image? And, and it's squishing me more and squishing me more. And, you know, the more you do it, the more it hurts even more. So she ends up where she says, oh, I'm going to have to leave again. So this time she's gone like 20 minutes. She comes back in. And meanwhile, my little heart's like racing. I'm like, oh, okay, keep keep bleeding into the three steps I'm going to share with you. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Well, she says, unfortunately, as she comes in, she's like, we're going to have to do another picture. And I'm like, oh, you know, uh, is everything okay? Well, she says, that's why we need to take another picture. So again, I go into the machine, squish, squish, pull, pull, like, whoa, I didn't even know that this thing could stretch that far. Pancaked out again, don't breathe, don't breathe. And I don't know if you've ever done this, but like the first time you hold your breath in the pool, you're like, whoo, you're good, long time. The second time, you're not so much. Third time, you're like 15 seconds and you're like, I can't breathe anymore. So I am pretty much doing that. As I sit there, I'm like, I think I just breathe. Um, but then she takes it and she says, I, mean, I know exactly where this is going. She's like, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be right back. Well, this time she's gone for so long. And I'm like, oh my God, three steps, three steps, three steps. <sighs> deep breath, <sighs> deep breath. So she ends up coming back in and this time she's with the radiologist. All right. You and I know what I'm thinking, right? The doctor's coming in and I'm like, oh, my heart goes to my stomach. And she looks at me and she's like, yeah, well, you know, we took the three images. I'm like, I know, what, what's going on? And she says, well, the problem, and I hear problem, problem, problem. It's like, you know, mission control, we have a problem, problem. 
And she says, um, we can't find the lump. It's, it's no longer there. And at that point, you know, I was like, my, my body went from being tense, from being like, <gasps> to being like, whoa, I just dodged a bullet. And so she says, you know, we can't find it. You're good to go. No ultrasound because we wouldn't even know what we're looking for. And we'll see in a year. Well, when I parked, I parked really far away because I thought, you know what? I'm either going to be doing the happy dance back to my car or I'm going to need a long way to walk before I get in the car and start driving a vehicle. So I'm out, the sun's hitting my face and I'm like doing the little like, you know, little dance of I'm good. And isn't it amazing when you go from thinking the worst to all of a sudden, you just got that clean slate, that new lease on life. You're like, wow, life's good. You talk about gratitude. You're like, yeah, awesome. So amazing. Now, here's the thing that we all do. When we hear something, we immediately go to those negative thoughts. And so I want to share with you step number one in trying to deal with something when you don't know what the outcome will be. First off, I want you to really understand we are human beings. We are the only species out there that can indeed change our thoughts. But we also are programmed, hardwired to have negative thoughts thoughts. I mean, with 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day, they say 80% are negative, right? Have you ever come in after a long day and you've had really what would have been a really awesome day, but there was that one comment, that one comment from that woman or that man, and it is ruminating. It is like repeating. It's like, you know, that little repeater, and that's what you focus on that one negative. Yet if you had gone back, you had 30, 40 awesome things happen. Doesn't matter. You're focused on that one. And so what I want to help you understand is that step one has to do with you are able to change your thoughts. And when a negative thought arises, like the negative thought, like, oh my God, oh my God, it's going to be terrible. It's going to be the bad. Oh, Oh, that was a sign. My dog is super sick. It's a sign. You know, oh my gosh, you have the ability to switch it up. And there are many ways to do that. But the, but the easiest one is that I have in my toolbox, I always have three or more positive things that when I think about, I cannot have a negative mindset. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. It's just they're two happy thoughts. They they make me light up. They they send my energy from low to high instantaneously. And so you need to have those identified. Because if you're already in the moment of going down that rabbit hole, you can't start thinking positively about things that you have to come up with on the spot. You need to know those. You need to have those. You need to have them ready. And then when you 
have them ready. Then when you have that negative one, it's almost like ping pong. You go, nope, not going there. And you go to the positive. <laughs> and then your brain wants to go back and you go, nope, not going there. And then you just keep doing that because it's a muscle. And the more that you can get yourself to go from, and it's not the fake it till you make it. That's not what I'm talking about. It's believe it until you achieve it. And keep redirecting, redirecting. So that's what I kept doing. Then, number two, know what you don't know. My grandma used to always say, um, man plans, God decides. Well, it doesn't matter if you're spiritual, if you're, you know, God-loving, if you have other gods, whatever you and your belief are. The fact that we plan, and so when something comes up that's not in the plan, it really bothers us. It really sends us into that tailspin, right? And so we want to plan. We want to like, what, you know, I'm planning for this. What if it's this? But here's the thing. You don't know until you know. I mean, the Almighty is the only one. The, the universe is the only thing that truly knows. And so you try to be the armchair quarterback. You try to be, you know, drmd.com. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me, I, I do it. But I'm telling you. This, this works when you realize, wait a second, you really don't know what the outcome is going to be until the professional, until the person who's done the tests, until the outcome is done, until something is known. And so at this point with step number two, know what you don't know, it's your awareness around it. It's your awareness of not falling into the trap of going one way or another, but realize there is a neutrality, neutrality, I think that that's a word, neutrality, yes. Know that that is what's happening. Know that that is where you are, and it's okay to be in the mid-zone at that point, in the zone where you don't know what's going to happen. But Step number three leads you to, you have to acknowledge, is it fact what you're thinking of the negatives that could happen, or is it an assumption? And I like the idea, if you think about, you know, the law of assumption, you know, you're assuming something which means you're thinking a thought that's going to manifest in the future. And when you think thoughts, uh, you're more likely to have those thoughts occur. So at this point, if you don't factually know that this is actually going to happen and it's only an assumption, it's you assuming the worst, you got to stop yourself. You have to sit there and say, is this factual? Factual like the sun's going to rise tomorrow. Factual like my name is Hillary. Factual like, you know, you're, you're going to make dinner tonight because you're the cook in the family. Facts. Facts. These are things that are 
indisputable. But when you don't know an outcome, then it's not a fact. Then it becomes an assumption or it becomes a belief around, well, this always happens, which is then you're assuming again that it's going to happen. So what we need to be able to do is really get away from expectancy. And there is a theory around expectancy, what you expect happens. So every time I started to think about something and started to assume the worst, I was very quick to take myself back to step number one, then step number two, then step number three. I changed my thoughts. I realized that I need to know that I don't know the outcome. And I need to be really looking at this as, is it fact-based that this is happening? Or is this my mind creating assumptions? Is this me putting out an expectation of something that hasn't happened nor will? So I want you to think about the things in your life and I want you to have your own three-step process the next time you get a call, the next time that something comes in that's like really crushing, right? That you're like, oh my God, this cannot happen. It's not the right time. Oh my gosh, I have way too much going on. This is the domino. This is the straw that broke the camel's back. None of that. Because again, especially number two, step number two, know what you don't know. And that's part of not knowing the future. We can't know what really is going to happen until it happens. So at this point, write these, write these down. Go out and, and spend time trying to figure out your three positive memories, your three thoughts or more. Start to think about the things that you could sit there and in the moments be able to go to your grateful list at the Relaunch Co. in the in the Fired Up Entrepreneur Business Course. We call it your G Zone. This is your this is your zone of genius. This is your gratitude zone. This is your great zone. But you have to know how you're filling that category out. You have to be aware of what you can focus on that will take you out of the negative and into the positive. So yes, I danced my way back to my car with the sun hitting my face. And I mean, I was doing the little happy dance. And you do have a lease on life after stuff like this happens where you realize how tenuous it is, how important your health is, in every area of your life, your quality of your lifestyle. And so from a priority, start thinking about how you take care of yourself, how you are not only taking care of your body, but your mind. And the way to fuel your mind with goodness is to start to think about these three steps in the relaunch effect process and start incorporating them in to anything that happens, not just the big traumatic things that happen, but the smaller ones. And then you'll be able to see 
the silver lining afterward, which was for me just being, again, grateful for health, grateful for where I am right now. All right, it's a wrap, and I'll look forward to being with you on our next episode. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you felt a connection to this episode of the Silver Lined Relaunch, please head over to iTunes now. It would mean so much to me if you would leave a good review and help others find Silver Linings as well. And don't forget, you can have immediate access to all of the bonuses and notes from the show today in our treasure chest which you have access to for free by texting 55444 and typing in treasure chest. Or you could go to our private Facebook group, The Relaunch Effect, Living a Life You Love. Together we've hit the reset button for you, turning your transitions into a transformation. Until next time, don't forget, there's always a silver lining.